Hey everybody, welcome to the PR Podcast Presents Fitbits, where we give you guys easy to digest, smaller episodes. I'm your host, Joseph, and I'm here with my amazing host, Annabelle. Hi. <laughs> How are we doing today? Good. Awesome. So <laughs> I know. So this is for, for, for the people. This is episode one of Fitbits. These are smaller, shorter episodes. So um, the host might be switched up. Sometimes it might be me and Morgan. It might be me and Annabelle. It might be Morgan and Annabelle. It might be just Annabelle sometimes. So these are going to be shorter, quicker episodes to kind of keep you guys focused. And, you know, we all have shorter attention spans nowadays, right? We all want faster information whenever we can get it. So today's episode is going to be about how to track alcohol. So for people who are tracking their macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats, a lot of people don't know that alcohol is actually the fourth macronutrient. So we have fats that carry nine calories per gram, and then we have carbs and protein, which carry four calories per gram. And then we have alcohol, the fourth macronutrient, which carries seven calories per gram. And so Usually when you guys are using tracking apps, there's not an option for how to track alcohol. Usually it just tracks the overall, overall caloric intake. So if you're doing a Truly, you throw into MyFitnessPal or Carbon Coach or whatever you're using, it just gives you the overall caloric intake. But it doesn't break down that, that last fourth macronutrient of alcohol and doesn't also teach you or tell you how to convert it into a carb or a fat to, to learn how to track it like that either. So we are going to make it easy for you guys and we're going to show you guys how we do it anytime we have a drink. So I have two drinks in front of me that I kind of took notes of. Uh, one is going to be just like a shot of vodka. So usually about 1.5 ounces. That's going to carry about... <laughs> that's like filled to the brim. I'm trying to hype you up. No chaser. Yeah. And so usually what I do is per calorie or for overall caloric intake, I would just convert all those calories into carbs. You could do fats as well, or you can even split them. You could do some carbs, some fats. But for me, I feel like it's a lot easier just to deduct those calories straight from carbs. So if one shot of vodka has 96 calories, that would equate to 24 grams of carbs. So that means for every shot you're taking, depending on your macronutrient count, how many you have, how many carbs you have for the day, you would deduct 24 carbs from your overall carb intake for the day. So you have to take that into consideration whenever you're out drinking. If you are going to be really, really strict with your macros, is it worth having that alcoholic drink and losing 24 carbs? For some people, yes. Other people, no. You know, it really just depends on the individual. Yeah. The reason we wanted to talk about this subject is because we're literally at the end of November, we just had Halloween, if you count that as a holiday, I do. And then Thanksgiving, and then we've got Christmas and New Year's right around the corner. So mm -hmm. a lot of people tend to get a little bit more relaxed with like their um, regimens, because it allows for a little bit more wiggle room to celebrate like family and friends, right? So you want to have a cocktail with your family members or with friends or make yourself a drink while you're decorating a Christmas tree or whatever it might be, um, whatever you celebrate, right? And uh, we know that not everybody drinks and especially 
wanted to mention, like, if you have strict, like, time-sensitive physique or health goals, then this doesn't really apply to you. Because if you're trying to figure out how to get in alcoholic beverages, maybe that should be a lower priority on your list. But we understand both of us, I think, have uh, more like lifestyle clients who enjoy having a drink. Um, I remember this subject came up like during uh, the summer, like 4th of July, where I shared a couple of like cocktail ideas with some of our clients. Like, okay, like, yeah, definitely have like the beverages you want, but like just because it doesn't, you're not chewing it and eating it, right? Like just because it's not food doesn't mean it doesn't have calories. And in fact, it has more calories than like, than just a sugary beverage or like a juice or something, for example, because it does metabolize a little bit more like a fat. That's why it's seven calories per gram. So um, that's why we wanted to mention this. And I mean, what better time than now? And I like the way that you described that you have like, or that you track. And is that kind of how you explain for your clients to track too? Yeah. And that was like one of the most common questions I would get is especially from like, like online clients. Is I would get a text message from them and they'd be like, I have a family party coming up or I'm hanging out with my, my wife or, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it may be. And, you know, I want to have a drink with them. And is, is that okay? And I'm always like, yeah, of course it's okay. And then I'll tell them how I track it. Yeah, and how, and you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the only time I, I really like suggest them not drinking is if they are an athlete on prep. So I do the same thing. Whenever I'm on competition prep, I completely cut out alcohol. I'm not a big drinker to begin with either way, but whenever I'm not on prep, I do like to have the occasional, you know, one or two drink here and there, you know, whiskey at night and, and I'll track it. And so, but yeah, so, but for my lifetime or lifestyle, you know, clients, general health type people, more power to you. As long as you, as long as they're not, you know, over going overboard and, and going crazy with it depending on what their goal is. And yeah, I'm more than happy to, to guide them and, and teach them how to track the alcohol. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things, maybe the consequences or side effects that could happen if somebody does get peer pressured into having an extra shot or two or three, right? Well, the first thing that's not going to happen is you're not going to derail and ruin your, ruin your physique. That's not going to happen in one night. So let's, uh, that's something I do want to stress because I, as someone who am very, very strict when it comes to tracking, I tend to have that kind of guilt when I, when I do overindulge, when I am with like family or friends, you know, when I'm having a good time, kind of get lost in the moment, drink, 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 pizza, donuts, you know, desserts, whatever it may be. And I think that's going to be the number one thing, right? Is don't beat yourself up about it. But if you, if it starts to become habit and you're doing it weekend after weekend after weekend, two or three times a week, then it does obviously add up. And that's when you do want to kind of take a step back and you might want to start to restrict yourself in a sense of actually tracking these calories so that you're not going overboard. And that's, I think that's where it kind of comes in to play on, on learning how to track alcohol because it can help um, kind of put a little bit more control over the situation. Yeah, it keeps you accountable. Like it's staring you Back exactly in, back in your face as you're punching in those numbers um you're like oh damn maybe i should just stick to two <laughs> yeah it's like i'm gonna just have a water <laughs> um mm-hmm. which there's nothing wrong with that you need that too <laughs> exactly um, so one of the reasons that or one of the consequences of drinking or maybe having a little bit more than you wanted is 
think is because uh, it lowers your inhibitions, right? Like it makes you more relaxed. You get to enjoy yourself sometimes a little bit more. Sometimes it puts people into more social um, mood if they are in a social setting. Uh, but because it lowers your inhibitions, it uh, kind of clouds your judgment a little bit. You may do things or eat things that you may not normally do. Like if you're not drinking, right? Because all of us. Or you might text somebody you don't want to text. (laughs) You know know what? Either one. Either one. Sometimes it might be better to just have those snacks (laughs) rather than text your ex. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't drink and was it a Drake Drake and Drive? Drake and Drive. Yeah. Or do, but don't text your ex. So yeah, so because it lowers your inhibitions, you may make decisions that you wouldn't normally, you may reach for extra snacks or, you know, consume extra calories aside from just um, the calories contained in your beverage of choice. Um, A couple of studies have been done on the effects of alcohol and your body composition or your fitness levels. Um, So particularly there's a couple of different things that do happen when you have alcohol in excess. So we're going to, we're going to paint a picture, right? We've got, um, we'll say 150 pound male. So they're going to have like maybe three or four alcoholic beverages, whatever it might be. Um, right away, the effects of that alcohol in your system, like as you're metabolizing it, that ethanol is going to decrease your testosterone levels, um, for a Mm -hmm. period of time increase cortisol, which especially if you're drinking later in the evening, increased cortisol can affect your sleep, um, which if you don't know, <laughs> sleep and lack of- <laughs> It's the foundation of everything. Yeah. Um, you, can't, you can't rebuild from what you did in the gym if you don't rest or sleep. That's where all the repair yeah. activities happen in your body. Yeah. And the studies have shown that with the consumption of alcohol, it actually reduces your REM sleep and it keeps your body more in a light sleep, which your REM is, that's, that's the sleep you want. That's your deep sleep. You may have heard a friend or family member or somebody say like, oh, it just helps knock me out. Well, mm-hmm. maybe it does, but just because you fall asleep faster doesn't mean that sleep quality is going to be that great. Um, for a lot Correct. of people, it's like restless sleep or um, your ability to regulate your own body temperature is like, I don't know if you've ever like maybe drank past the point of where you wanted to, but sometimes like you either feel really hot or you feel really cold. Like your body doesn't regulate its or self-regulate its temperature um, as easily. Um, so we said testosterone goes down, cortisol levels rise. And the third one is that your levels of plasma amino acids so amino acids, the building, block, the building blocks of protein are decreased in your system because of the processes involved by metabolizing that ethanol. And when plasma amino acid levels are low, that means in turn, muscle protein synthesis is going to be decreased for, uh, based on the study that we're referencing, up to 12 hours. So mm-hmm. hypothetically, right? You're out on the you're you're out on a night, um, having a couple drinks. Uh, it's I don't know what's last call like two a.m. 
right? And then you have these plans mm-hmm. to call your friend up the next morning and you're going to go train. Well, your ability to synthesize protein is going to be inhibited for up to 12 hours after your drinking episode, right? So consider that, like, think about all those things um, before you're deciding to wall out. So is the alcohol worth losing gains or basically making it harder to build gains? Is it worth it? Maybe once in a while, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's usually the thing, right? Like um, a lot of my clients, you know, if they are heavy weekend drinkers, they usually come to me and they go, I can't lose weight. I can't build muscle or it's not happening at the pace that I want. And I'm always like, you got to slow down your drinking. And they always go, I know. Like they already, they, you know, they already know, you know, most people who, you know, do tend to drink more frequently than they they already know what the, where the problem lies. And I think the issue is a lot of these people are social drinkers and they hang around with other people who are also social drinkers and they see these people, you know, a few times per week and always kind of ends up happening like that. You know, they all get together, they all end up having drinks. It's just a thing that they do, which is totally fine. But if you have goals in mind, then you need to keep those goals in mind whenever you're around these type of situations. And it's either remove yourself from the situations or just when you are in those situations to know how to control yourself better or even just limit yourself. Um, I think people tend to think of like someone if they think of that has like a drinking problem is someone maybe that drinks frequently, like drinks a lot throughout the week or many times throughout the week but that's not necessarily true like if you maybe only drink once or twice you know every several months or you know once or twice every year even but those one or two times like you overdo it you go overboard it's still considered a drinking problem like you are lacking sort of that self-control or that the ability to kind of like fill out your own levels of inhibitions and decision making so Keep that in mind. Yeah. So we're going to do some quick takeaways and then we are going to actually suggest what our favorite alcoholic drink is as well. And so uh, just kind of go over what we discussed at the very beginning on how to track alcohol. So um, just going to run, do it really quick. So let's say if you're drinking a Truly, which is a hundred calories, what I would do is I would get those hundred calories. I would convert them all into carbohydrates. 100 calories comes out to 25 grams of carbs. And then you would just enter that into your food tracking app and deduct 25 carbs per truly. So if you guys want to do it by fats, 100 calories would be technically 11.11 grams of fat. I would say to round up to 12 grams of fat. And so that means one truly will come out to 12 grams of fat per drink. So that's how I would do it. That's the easiest way to do it. And to go into our favorite drinks now, I'm a whiskey drinker. I enjoy whiskey. And I like to keep it simple, though. I would do just like a simple Jameson with some diet ginger ale, throw like a mint leaf in there with some, with some lime and be done. Simple. Simple. Man. Simple. I just sip on it. Yeah. So my favorite drink, and it's been this way for a long time, just because I'm a simple woman <laughs> also. It's just a vodka soda. Um, if you want to get fancy, you can add a splash of juice or squeeze of lime or squeeze of lemon, whatever you like. 
splash of cranberry, you know, whatever, whatever you have accessible to you. But um, I like it because <laughs> vodka has never steered me wrong. <laughs> Knock on wood. And soda water um, is just refreshing. And it's also hydrating at the same time. So some of the adverse effects, like the hangover type effects that you get after a night of drinking, a lot has to do with your level of hydration, which is low. You're dehydrated the next day. You could tell because you look super lean and, (laughs) (laughs) you know, whatever, like your pee is darker than normal. Um, So you want to make sure you like you hydrate. So that helps me stay hydrated. So we mentioned our favorite cocktails, like our drinks, but like, um, neither of us have some like fancy like drink that has like syrups and juices and, you know, mm-hmm. sugar rim, you know, whatever it might be. So that's another thing to consider when we're talking, tracking your alcohol. That's just the alcohol. If you're having, you know, a vodka cranberry, that cranberry juice cocktail is going to have significant calories from the juice that that, you know, just keep that in mind too. Yeah. Easily like an extra hundred calories just from the sugar. So definitely anytime you guys have a chance to go like zero calorie or diet, I would say take advantage of that. So save yourself the extra calories on top of the extra calories. Cause that's, that's the thing with alcohol, right? It's, it's liquid calories. So it makes it so easy to overindulge and, and to go over without really realizing how many you're having. All right. So nice, quick Fitbit fit bit episode. Hope you guys enjoyed episode one of this. If you guys want more, feel free to send us a DM on Instagram or to our even our personal Instagrams. You guys can find me at fit underscore fluential. You guys can find Annabelle at evolve.annabelle. Yeah, feel free to send suggestions on what you guys want, some uh, quick topics covered in the future. Now, we're also going to be doing interviews as well, which is something that um, I personally have been having a lot of people ask me to that we should start doing on the podcast. So we are going to be going going that route as well and getting those going with some high level athletes and people who are within the nutrition industry and people who are just overall inside fitness and health. Yeah. Make sure to give us a follow at pr.podcast and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See you.